0: Welcome to Be Truly Heard with me, coach and voice expert Anne Leatherland. If you're a woman in business looking to speak with authority, warmth and authenticity, this is the podcast for you. We'll explore valuable personal growth strategies alongside vocal skills so you can overcome confidence barriers and communicate what's inside. Your voice matters. It's time to Be Truly Heard. Hello and welcome to Be Truly Heard. I'm your host, Anne Leatherland. In this episode, we'll be looking at understanding and overcoming the inner critic. You know, that critical voice in the head that can affect your confidence in speaking and communication and in life in general, actually. If you were with me in the first episode last week, you'll know that I was talking about making the space your own. Owning the space, if you like, that you're going to speak in. Taking up the space and making yourself present. If you missed that, do go back and have a listen. But taking up the space, owning the space, boosts our self-belief. And of course, there's a link between our self-belief and our confidence. And we all want that confidence when we're speaking so that we can give out the message that we really want to communicate. The inner critic, however, can derail you even if you are able to take up that space. Let me give you an example. I remember being at a meeting once and I felt relatively happy about the meeting. And we were asked for ideas on something All of a sudden, I felt unable to contribute. I listened to the voice in my head, the inner critic. And I feared that my ideas were not good enough or they wouldn't be taken seriously. And so I thought nothing of it and and didn't say much. And then later on, somebody else spoke up and came up with very similar ideas to the ones I would have done. So it just goes to show you how that voice in the head can get in the way. Happily, I'm a bit better at dealing with it these days, but it still can creep in and we need ways of coping with that. So why does this inner critic exist? Well, there's the brain and the brain is programmed to keep us safe. And you might be thinking, well, what do I need to be kept safe from? You know, there are no roaming lions or saber-toothed tigers around now like there were many many years ago in ancient times Uh, and that's what the brain was really programmed to save us from imminent danger maybe getting run over by a car if we run out into the road for instance the brain will kick in the amygdala will kick in and we'll have the energy to run away from it but the trouble with modern life is this there are so many stimuli there are so many things that we look at each day we have screens most of the day in front of us don't we and they can over sensitize our minds in a way so that you know we start to perceive threats or rather the brain does starts to perceive threats where there aren't necessarily any and standing up and speaking to a group of people is one of those things so for instance You walk into a room, you have to speak to the meeting and the voice in your head will say something like, oh no, there's lots of people here. There's that person from the other office. They didn't really like what I said last time. What am I going to do, etc. That's the perceived threat. Sometimes we even have a perceived threat when somebody said nothing. I'll come back to that one later though. So the brain is there all day long. If it has no immediate problem, it will look for one because it's its job to keep us safe, to keep us living. This is also why we have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts in general. And I'm not just talking a few, In very broad terms, there are many more negative signals going to the brain than positive ones. Again, it's all part of this saving us from perceived threats. So we need to learn how to overcome this and in a way tell our brains that everything's okay before we can move on. Before I just talk a bit more about that, let's have a think about a way that I see things. I like to think of us having three voices. We have an inner voice. Now, to some of you, that might be the voice in the head, but I'm differentiating here in my model. Thy inner voice is me, the me that's at the centre, the being that I am, the self that I am, if you like. And all the things that I really want to say in the world and show up as in the world. I then have my physical voice, which I'm speaking with now. And of course, I can be more or less skilled with that physical voice, depending on what techniques I use and what learnings I've had through the years but I would hope to be able to express my inner voice, the things that I really want to say, with that outer physical voice. Here's the thing, the voice in the head, the inner critic is the third voice and that gets in the way very often. So if you're worrying about speaking, about presenting, about showing up, about being listened to, then it's likely to be that voice in the head that's getting in the way, that's blocking the inner you, the real message, the real things you want to say and the way you want to come across. It's blocking those things from coming out in your physical speaking voice. Now, I'm not saying that we don't need skills in speaking. We do. And there are lots of physical things we can do to help with that, which I'll be going into actually next week, so make sure you listen to that one. But I'm just here at the moment thinking about that critical voice, that one that stops us from doing things. We can get into negative self-talk patterns, we can get into loops, so that we convince ourselves that we can't do things, and we make up stories. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, Sometimes, based on just a look or a comment that people make to us, we start to interpret that comment. Our brains start to warn us oh, well, he or she could have meant this or that. And then we start to listen more. And the more we listen, the more warnings we get. If we start to take them seriously, then we start to fear and we start to wonder whether we can actually speak. Just have a think for a moment when have you ever done that when have you ever made an assumption based on a look or a comment that somebody's made to you and when have you been wrong this is usually found out later isn't it that we're wrong i know i have and sometimes you know those things can cause us all sorts of angst we don't really want to reinforce that negative voice It's better if we can be more open and really find out where people are coming from. So how we speak to ourselves is important. If we're always castigating ourselves and telling ourselves that we're no good, even for small things, then the voice in the head will have a field day with that. Here's an exercise for dealing with it that I find quite useful anyway. Often, If I'm having lots of these feelings and almost going into nervousness or fear and I'm beginning to think, well, I'm not quite up to this, and I know really deep down that I am, then I'll say to my mind, thanks, I accept that, I accept that you're trying to warn me, but I'm actually okay. Now that might sound a bit weird, it's not really, we talk to ourselves in our heads all day long, don't we? Why should we just listen to the bit of our voice that says, oh, well, I I don't think I can do this. Why can't we say, thank you for warning me, but actually I know I've got everything inside me that I need. I'm really grateful for that warning, but I'll be all right. We speak to ourselves in a different way. In other words, we reframe it. So let's have an example of that. Um, A thought, for instance, oh, I'm no good at speaking in meetings, no one will listen to me. We can reframe that into, well, speaking in meetings challenges me, but I'm taking steps to get better at it, and I'm getting better each time I speak. That's something that will calm the brain, calm the nervous system, and help us to move out of fight or flight or rather move on before we get into it, because once we get into it, we have to work a little bit harder. Think of a scenario, go there now. Think of a scenario where you might have to stand up and speak or give a presentation, and how that makes you feel. What does that voice in the head say to you? And I'm thinking here, if you're the kind of person who typically worries about this sort of thing does that voice in the head say things to you at other times? Do you criticise yourself for things that you do? And what could it say that would better serve you? How could you reframe that message? Try it. It takes practice. Have a think about it after this broadcast. Because here's the thing, whether you give it a positive message or a negative message, your mind will believe you. I'll repeat that. Whether you have a positive message or a negative message, your mind will believe you. It's worth listening to twice, isn't it? If we're forever filled with fear and that little voice telling us that we're no good, then reframing and telling it something different will eventually work because the mind and the brain, if you like, will start to believe it. We can start to silence that inner critic. There are lots of other things we can do that are beyond the scope of today's chat, but that's a start for thinking about it to get you going. And of course, once we've done this and we're able to be more positive, and I mean positive in a good way, I'm not talking about the toxic positivity of, oh, cheer up, it might never happen, that sort of thing. No, real positivity of the reframe, and looking at what we genuinely can do and how we genuinely can grow. Once we've done that, then we can build our self-belief. And of course, building self-belief builds our vocal authority. Humans are energetic beings. We interact in terms of energy. We give out energy and we detect it from others. So for instance, have you ever been to an event in person And then when you've looked at a recording afterwards, you think, well, it doesn't feel the same. It wasn't like that at all. That's because the energy between people and being at an event like that is palpable. And so the energy is different once you see it on a video or listen to it on a recording. It's never the same. Your self-belief increases the energy that you transmit to other people in the right way, if you like. They'll feel it. They'll get it from you that you are secure in your message. And they'll start to hear your inner voice speaking because you've got that voice in the head out of the way. Your body and voice will respond differently because of that self-belief. So now there's no blockage, if you like, there's no blockage to your inner voice from the voice in the head. Now, I make that sound really easy. It's not. It takes some work. It takes time. I've had to learn it for myself and I'm still working at it. But I hope you can see the ways forward with that, especially if you're struggling with speaking and struggling with the confidence and struggling with that inner critic. That's about it for today. So in this episode, we've explored the idea that the voice in your head is just one of three. Your inner voice, your physical outer voice, and of course the voice in the head itself. It can actually sometimes help you. There are real threats in our lives that that voice in the head can warn us about, or it can derail you. Treat it with care, question its truth, and then remind your brain that you're safe if you are. Then your true inner voice, your message, will be free to be communicated, to be spoken with conviction, and your actual voice will do a better job. What about that physical voice then that everyone can hear? How do we start to work skillfully with that? Tune in next week to find out. Don't forget as well that there's also time to be part of the prize draw. The prize being a complimentary one-to-one coaching session with me. All you have to do is subscribe to this podcast and leave a review and then send a screenshot to info at anleatherland.co.uk. That's info at anleatherland.co.uk. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Be Truly Heard. Please look out for future episodes and do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Anne Leatherland, or learn more at anneleatherland.co.uk. If you have questions and comments about speaking with confidence, I'd love to hear from you and will respond in future episodes. Be Truly Heard is brought to you by Vocal Intuition and produced by The Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Anne Leatherland. Bye for now.